Hi everyone, I'm Ferdinando Almeida, PhD student at the Steimonogastric Nutrition Laboratory. And this presentation today is about amino acid digestibility in hydrolyzed feather meal fed to pigs. This is the outline of the presentation. There will be an introduction, materials and methods, results, discussion, and some implications of this research. Hydrolyzed feather meal is produced by steam hydrolyzing fresh poultry feathers, which is a co-product of the poultry processing industry. This process breaks down keratins, which are coiled polypeptide chains, to produce a more digestible high-protein product and to reduce microbial contamination. Hydrolyzed feather meal is, however, not used extensively as a protein source in swine diets because there is limited data on the standardized iliodigestibility of amino acids in feather meal produced through current processing methods. This diagram shows how feathers are processed into feather meal and we start with raw feathers. These raw feathers may be steam hydrolyzed and then they go through a drying process, which then yields the feather meal. Blood may be added either before or after the steam hydrolysis process. There is some variability in the composition of feather meal, and this is because of the fact that blood can be added before or after hydrolysis, as I mentioned before, and also the inclusion level of blood in this process is not standard among different processing facilities. The drying process may also cause some variation in the nutrient composition and utilization of feather meal, as a company may be using a flash dryer, a disc dryer, or other types of dryers, which all may cause some differences in the drying process overall. Also, the time of drying may be affected by the moisture of feather meal that is coming into the dryer and this is dependent on the amount of steam that is used to hydrolyze the feather. So these factors all combine, they may be some of the reason why we see so much variability in feather meal. Because there is limited digestibility data and because of the nutritional variation in feather meal, the objective of this experiment was to determine the SID of crude protein and amino acid in four sources of feather meal with or without addition of blood. Let's take a look at the materials and methods. This first table shows the nutrient composition of feather meal that were used in this experiment. So we have here Gross energy in kcal per kilogram, we also have dry matter in percent, acid hydrolyzed ether extract, ash, calcium and phosphorus concentration. So we can see here that the feather meal that contained no blood, the gross energy was about 5500 kcal per kilogram, whereas for feather meal with blood, that gross energy was about 5,400 kcal per kilogram. There was a little bit of variation, about 3.4% in the gross energy concentration. And as we can see here for dry matter, there is also little variation, about 3.2% in 
only in the concentration of dry matter among the sources of fed their meal. However, when we look at acid hydrolyzed ether extract concentration, we observe that for fed their meal containing no blood, that is 9.4% versus 7% in the fed their meal that contained blood. And the variation here is much higher than the variation observed for gross energy and dry matter. This is about 28% variation. Ash content is also quite variable, about 40% of variation. And calcium and phosphorus also have a certain degree of variation, about 8.3% for calcium and 10.6% for phosphorus. This next table shows the crude protein and amino acid composition of the feather meals that we used in this experiment. And as we can see here, crude protein level did not vary much from the feather meal containing no blood to the feather meal that contained blood. However, as we see the concentration of histidine, which was only 0.7%, in the feather meal containing no blood versus 1.27% in the feather meal containing blood. And that gives us 34% of variation. The lysine concentration in feather meal that contained no blood was 1.83% versus 2.68% in feather meal that contained blood. And the variation in the concentration of lysine was approximately 22%. Methionine concentration was 0.55% when feather meal contained no blood versus 0.66% in the feather meal that contained blood. And the variation was 12%. And tryptophan was also quite variable with 23% of variation. So from this slide, we can see that there is indeed quite a bit of variation in the concentration of amino acids. For this experiment, we used 10 growing barrels with an initial body weight of 24 kilograms. They were allotted to a 10 by 10 Latin square design with 10 diets, 10 periods, each period consisting of 5-day adaptation to the diet, followed by 2 days of iliodigesta collection. 10 diets were formulated. The first diet was a soybean meal diet that contained soybean meal as the sole source of crude protein and amino acid. Eight diets were formulated containing feather meal, and in these diets, feather meal was included at 25% of the diet, and we also had 12% of soybean meal. So we had two sources of crude protein and amino acid. We had feather meal and soybean meal. Therefore, we calculated the SID for amino acid and crude protein by the difference procedure. We also formulated the nitrogen-free diet that was used to determine the basal endogenous losses of crude protein and amino acids. Data were analyzed as a 2x4 factorial using mixed procedure of SES. So we had feather meal with or without blood, and we had the four sources of feather meal. The model included fixed effect, source, blood, and the interaction between source and blood. And as random effects, we included pig and period. 
the PDIF option was used to separate the means with an alpha level of 0.05. Now let's take a look at the results. Let me take a moment to set up this graph. We have the standardized iliodigestibility on the y-axis in percent, and on the x-axis we have on the left feather meal with no blood, and on the right we have feather meal with blood. For the graphs where we observed an interaction, they will be represented as line graphs. However, when we have only a main effect, we'll be showing these results in bar graphs. So for this first one, we did observe an interaction, and as we can see here, addition of blood to feather meal reduced the SID of crude protein in the feather meal number one, represented in red, and also in feather meal two, represented in blue. However, adding blood to feather meal number three and feather meal number four did not affect the SID of crude protein. For the SID of lysine, we also observed an interaction in which adding blood to feather meal number three in brown and number four in green increased the SID of lysine. However, there are no effects of adding blood to feather meal one and feather meal two. For the SID of methionine, we also observed an interaction, and in this case, there was an effect of adding blood to the digestibility of methionine only for feather meal 1, and so SID of methionine was decreased from 70% with no blood to 63% with addition of blood. For the other three sources of feather meal, there was no effect of adding blood. Now, for the SID of threonine, there was only a main effect of feather meal, and what we observed here is that the SID of threonine for feather meal 1 in red and for feather meal 2 in blue are less than the SID of threonine in feather meal 3 and feather meal 4. For the SID of tryptophan, we observed that there were no differences in the SID of tryptophan between feather meal 1, feather meal 3, and feather meal 4. However, the SID of tryptophan in these three sources was greater than the SID of tryptophan in feather meal 2. Now let's move on to the discussion. As we can see here, addition of blood increased S concentration, and that's mainly a result of increasing levels of sodium, chloride, potassium, and iron, which are in high concentrations in blood. And also, adding blood to feather meal increased the concentration of most indispensable amino acids. The SID values determined for soybean meal are in agreement with previous data, and this gives us confidence that the SID values that we determined for feather meal are also accurate because they were calculated by the difference procedure using soybean meal as the other source of crude protein and amino acid in the diet. Some of the variation on amino acid digestibility that we observed here 
may be explained by the processing techniques using in each source of feather meal and that involves steam pressure, time of hydrolysis and also the drying method and also the addition of blood may have caused some of the interactions that we observed because addition of blood have been shown to reduce performance of ruminants if added before hydrolysis and therefore this may explain some of the differences in amino acid digestibility. The implications of this research are that the lack of standard production between different plant facilities may cause some of the variation in concentration and utilization of crude protein and amino acids in feather meal and this ultimately limits the use of feather meal by the livestock industry. Therefore, we need to conduct more research to evaluate, for example, the effect of time of blood addition to feather meal if added before or after the steam hydrolysis. And we also need to evaluate the effects of adding different levels of blood to feather meal on the utilization of amino acid and crude protein by pigs. This project was funded by Alabama Agricultural Experiment Station in Auburn, Alabama and supported by research funds provided to Auburn University by Ivonic Degusa. Ingredients were donated by Poultry Protein and Fat Council from Georgia. And I encourage you to visit our website at nutrition.nsi.illinois.edu. In this website, you may find more resources about other feed ingredients and you may click on the tab on top where it says podcasts, where you can listen to this podcast and also other podcasts that are recorded from our group. Thank you very much.